0: All right, man. We're rolling here. <coughs> so episode one of uh, LOA Chats: Two Men, One Alley. It's uh, Zach Little Head of Sport, and Ash Dighton, Head of Rowing, sitting down having a chat about, I guess, the relative readiness of uni students as they come out of that or ex uni students as they come out of their course and start entering the industry. Um, Zach, tell us a bit about a lot of the issues we faced with our sort of first year postgrads.
1: Um, and I think like any industry, I think um, I think the, there's a big disparity between what students think the industry looks like and what the industry actually looks like. Uh, I don't think that's just you know our industry. I think you know most industries will say that as well. but I think there's a probably a bigger gulf when it comes to our industry than anything else. I mean the, the kind of paradox of, of what our guys go through is your first four years of university, uh, substantially theory based, and unfortunately you walk into an industry that is, um, you know, is a hundred percent practical application. And what you find the practical application usually doesn't hundred percent match the theory. Sometimes it doesn't even remotely match the theory. It can breed a lot of um, mistrust and a lot of uh, a lot of a lack of confidence in new grads, especially once they start tasting their first few losses. Um, university is an excellent place. One thing it does you know, possibly does a little poorly. It, it protects students way too much from the reality of what they're going into, and I think a lot of our guys are coming out, they have a really poor relationship and understanding about what failure represents and what making mistakes represent. Um, you know, there's, there's an illusion that a normal job straight out of university, and uh, this is direct quotes, this is not me rifting, it's a direct quote from having run interviews before, is, you know, seventy to $80,000 is an expectation for a first year at of university. Despite the fact, practically, first year university students um, you know within reason are incompetent in a lot of a lot of aspects of practical training but there's the concept there's the perception should I say sorry that the, the university degree itself is worth 70 to 80 thousand. You know when you get in the real world and that's your thought process it's you know the exact opposite and it can be really hard to really hard to take man It's hard to understand sometimes for university students. You see
0: PTs that are exceptionally good at client interface and they're friendly and personable and knowledgeable enough. earning over six figures a year and qualified exercise Mm. physiologists are earning a fraction of that. Um, Why is it, I guess it's, you know, is it a culpability thing for the university? Why is it that they're coming out like this? If if it's a readily accepted thing that there's that disparity or that disconnect between what they come out equipped with and what they need to be equipped with, why isn't this being addressed with the universities? It's my immediate
1: thought. I don't think it's readily accepted. It's got to like it's it's I think anyone that's in around Inspire, you know, will understand that it's readily accepted and it's it's just an understanding of seeing volumes of people. This is not even an opinion. This is 60 staff members, you know, collectively across the last five years, probably just short of 90 staff members altogether, More than 200 interviews of new grad students. Like this is not an opinion. This is literally what we see every single day. Um, there's an increased sense of worth professionally that comes with this university degree and. I mean it's it's really easy to sit there and you know point fingers and go university this, university that. I think if you're serious and you're a student and you want to make a run at this as a career and you know this is your career, there are so many avenues that you can actually investigate to, to get a better grounding on what's going on in the world. I mean, you know, the expansion of social media, the expansion of stuff like this, podcasts of of YouTube, and none of the information is hidden. Like it's all it's all clearly, clearly out there. So I don't know, I think yes the university system probably could shift slightly to make it a little bit more um, digestible in, in in comparison to the real world. But, I mean, I think, you know, students have to, at some stage, take some accountability as well and, and not just sit and hope. I
0: guess that... Do you think that's, you know, a cultural thing or perhaps more related just to the, the age of the the guys and girls they are coming through and that, that lack of accountability around you? this is your future, you step up, you, you take the opportunities, you do the hard work, if it means... You work Saturday, Sundays. You don't get paid for it. That's the reality. Um, you, it means you work 4:30 mornings, seven mornings a week. That's the reality. You, you, do you think that's just that lack of accountability is just a you know a lack of awareness thing, and
1: that's just the youth, and this is how generations work? Or no, I don't believe in all that generation Y bullshit on a, on a on a complete scale. Yes, there's probably examples of but I mean, there's examples from generation to generation where where habits change around the clock. But I don't I don't think that I don't think that a large variety of Gen Y are lazy i think they're just misguided Um, you know should should they work a little bit harder to to get the information absolutely but i I just don't think they have a really good guide i mean you look at other industries if i'm if i'm a law student and i go into my first year my legal profession i know exactly what i'm in for you know i don't necessarily know exactly what i'm in for professionally in the real world but i have a, a slightly clearer vision of where i want to end up and I mean, with exercise, with sports science, the reality of it, no one goes into this first year. I, I honestly don't care what anyone says. I've never met anyone that goes in and goes, oh, I want to be an exercise physiologist. They go in because they like PE. That's literally it. They like sport. They like PE. You ask kids at the first interface, why you pick the course, because I like sport. That's about it. So if, if you've got four years worth of theoretical understanding, you're, being, you're comparing yourself to everybody who, who operates in the university sphere that once they get jobs, they graduate. They get salaries, they start their career. You're comparing yourself to those people and expecting the same result, but you're just not set up contextually the same way and I, I think that's that's a really big part of the, the issue that we, we we seem to see. You brought up <coughs> law graduates there
0: and the, the statistic I think it was for 20, 2015 or 2016 I saw that you know there were roughly a hundred sort of legal graduate openings in terms of jobs um, across the year and there are sort of you know, ten times that number of actual mm. legal graduates. Is there, and that's a real issue for the law. Is there is a huge oversupply of, of mm. educated uh, people? Is there something similar? Well, do you know anything, you know, about the numbers in respect to you know, X fields, X science? Like, is, is there a surplus of qualified people coming to the industry, or is there you know a deficit, or you know, is it is work hard to find
1: in that respect, or is it just a, a tough gig when you start? Work is hard to find if you if you let your ego get in the way, and work is hard to find if you think your degree makes you better than you actually are or if you think your degree means you're past a certain point in what you should have to do from a career aspect. Um, so, like, you want to be serious, if you're an exercise-based professional, whether you're ex whether you're sports science, there's fucking 3,000 gyms everywhere, every day with people who need help, people who are injured, people who don't know how to move correctly, or people who don't know how to achieve their goals. 90% of university graduates have this perception that they're too good for gyms. That's the problem right there. Like, of course, there's no ex job. jobs. Ex jobs are bullshit. There's no, there is no ex viz job. There's no ex job and PT job. There's ex viz job that serve EPC, that serve DBAs. But, I mean, from our experience, two years into that degree, everyone's knocking on our door going, This is boring, what can I do next? And what can you do next? You can go back to square one and learn how to actually get results with people who are paying for your service. Learn how to get results for people who are financially and emotionally invested in your service. If you can't get those results, I mean, who are you to sit down and say that you're too good for any situation? There's definitely jobs available for people. There's just a lot of things that people think they're too good to do, which is a significant reason why not many people get jobs outside the industry. Or if they do, they are gone within 12 months. I guess it's that attitude that if you're
0: prepared to... You know, except the small jobs that other people might see um, you know, as, as worthless or beneath them, but you've got a lot of humility and you do an excellent job, then those small victories and those small disciplines and that small attention to detail creates a very big impression long-term and creates big success long-term. And it sort of builds naturally on itself. Mate,
1: yeah. uh, 100%. I mean, doing everything, every opportunity that you get to the best of your ability is only positive in a long game. The problem is most people don't know how to work long game or they don't think long game. If for the first two years, like I'll use myself as an example, if for the first two years of your career, you need to work across three different places, hold a part-time job outside the industry just to make ends meet, to give you the opportunity to develop yourself into something that is, is worthy enough that the general public sees as something that is valuable to their health, then that's what you do. Like it's really, really simple. That's just what you do. The problem is, Everyone finishes university and thinks that that university degree, again, means that they're entitled to this, they're entitled to that. They should be given this because of all their hard work and, you know, all their, their extra sacrifice that they've gone through. When, let's be honest, if you're at university, you haven't sacrificed shit. And I'm very <laughs> comfortable saying that because I was a university student. So for anyone who, you know, wants to rail up about it, that's just what I honestly believe. People think exams are hard. Wait till you get into the real world. Wait till you have to pay bills. Wait till you actually have a real human being in front of you with a life problem that they expect you to solve and you have to find the answer, that's shit that's actually hard and that's shit that matters. You haven't achieved anything by finishing university. You've just allowed yourself to get to the starting line of the game that you chose to play. And I think that's a concept that's lost on many people.
0: Just going back to that, <clears throat> um, What a, you know? We, we obviously run a few programs around, designed around trying to get that awareness into people who are still at university or are just finishing.
1: Can um, you tell me a bit about about you know what we offer and how we run it yeah mate look to be honest we we are an open goddamn book if you want to see what happens down in Spire just walk through the door you know give me an email and ask and invariably you'll get the you get the opportunity to come down experience what it's like at you know our headquarters down at west end we run a 12-week internship program designed to accompany university which is two hours a week of contact time face-to-face plus mentoring hours associated with plus shadowing for as much as you want um, you know we use that 12 weeks to try to give people the most realistic understanding of what they're what they're about to walk into um, you know if I knew now what I knew a year before I finished university I don't know what difference it makes maybe it doesn't make any difference but I mean the point is it gives people you know all the cards um, to make a decision on what they want to do with their next hand um, you know we just finished our first block I am just literally blown away um, by how our guys finished week 12 with the last internship the the level of program and understanding was literally that of what i'd expect someone who's a year out of a year in the industry should i say sorry to be capable of producing so um we're gonna we're gonna make sure we have development pathways for every single one of those guys as they finish university to make sure when they finish whether they finish with us or whether they finish with someone else they're going to be in the best possible position to succeed Um, if we can help raise the standard of the industry that way happy days and uh, we might not go for too much longer, but in terms
0: of uh, sports development, we were talking a lot about pathways to you know, working as an ex-science, uh, an ex fears working in gyms, working with people, you know, working with general populations and making those small victories to sort of turn it into larger ones later on. How does that work? If you're wanting to go into professional sports, professional sports development, um, do you still follow the same pathway? Is it something that you, know, you just do the hard yards generally? For a year or two years or three years or five years, or however long it takes, and then you specialize once you've got a bit of breathing space, or can you sort of move along those more
1: specialized development paths straight away? I mean, I think if you're going professional sport, get your headspace in the in the realm of thinking in decades, and this is from my experience talking to you guys. You think in decades, you don't think in years. You know, professional sport is such a, a such a narrow market. You have to be the best person when the job becomes available. You know, and the the best thing you can do is coach and coach on absolute fucking volume. Get used to seeing different bodies move, get used to seeing different structures operate. Volunteer times out at lower level teams so you can get an idea of what sports actually looks like, you know, so what you're gonna get understanding of practically what sub sport looks like as well. Um, our, our biggest challenge with our master's students, especially from sports science that come through, the stuff they learn is absolutely amazing. The stuff they learn is designed for high level athletes and unless you can coach exceptionally well, there's no business putting a general population person through some of the high-end strength and conditioning programs. The reality of the situation is you ask anyone, professional sport won't pay the bills unless you make it to the absolute top level and you've got at least five years if you're an absolute genius before you get there. You have to be able to pay the bills some way and if you're not in the industry, you'll never get that opportunity. So unless you're honing your skills on general population, I don't see how you can be successful because once you get that opportunity, you fuck that up, you may as well burn your brand name. So I think it's all about preparing for the opportunity, knowing that one day it will come if you work hard enough, but not necessarily guaranteeing yourself a timeline as to when it will come. Hard thing to do.
0: Look, I'm uh, probably out of questions here for episode one of Alleyway Chats. Do you have anything else you want to say? or?
1: Uh, not really, mate. Just as any university students listening, um, do yourself a favor. You know, come down and have a chat to us have a chat to someone in the industry just get your head out there and actually experience what it's like in the industry um, everyone has a different perception I'm sure there's people on this thing that'll disagree with me 100% but I mean that's fine that's just the way the world works constructive um, dissent can be very progressive yeah exactly right I think unless we start talking about this kind of stuff uh, the industry's kind of just burying its head in the sand and pre- pretending that it's not real if at least we can start a conversation based on how Xvision and sports science can improve as a whole moving forward I think it's a uh, It's a great start. So, you know, if anyone has any questions, guys, feel free to contact us. All the the details will be on the the link to the post. All right. We'll uh,
0: conclude episode one of Alleyway Chats, Two Men, One Alley. Thanks, guys.